Hello and welcome to the 14th edition of the official Glory Kickboxing Podcast. My name is Todd Grisham and we have a very special guest, one of the best pound-for-pound kickboxers on planet Earth, the one and only Robin Van Roosman. Everybody give it up. Give it up. And of course, Joseph Valtellini. By the way, look how yoked he is. He's like so jacked up. He's blowing out of his jeans over here. Have you it's ever crazy. seen him this big? Squats, man. It's crazy. Every time I see him, he gets bigger. And he does. Every time you see you, you get smaller because you're making weight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> so you, right now we're taping this. It is Thursday, so weigh-ins are tomorrow morning. Yeah. How hungry are you right now? I'm not hungry at all. I think I I prepared my body for this for this weight cut, so I'm not hungry at all. Should we talk about the uh, new Big Mac sandwich you're going to be eating right after the fight? Yeah, that's, that's a good thing. But it's not a normal Big Mac, right? No, it's not a normal Big Mac. It's a, 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 it's a chicken double-decker, so... Instead of the normal meat, you have the chicken. You got the fried chicken, so. So that's what you're eating after the fight. Yeah, it 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 comes out three three weeks ago. <laughs> I couldn't eat it because of my weight loss. Right. So, so I'm excited to eat that after the fight. So we can go to a, little... a coffee shop and then try it after. Yeah. Oh, well, what are you doing at the coffee shop, Joe? Drink <laughs> coffee. Oh, really? In Amsterdam? That's really cool. Yeah. They got nice brownies too. Do they? Space cakes, they call them. <laughs> Moon cakes. Uh, we it? found out today that Hesty Gerges owns a bakery. Downtown. Yeah, yeah, he has a bakery and they have nice things, really sweet things. But I see him on Instagram and it, it looks good, but I can eat it. Now. I think so Hest, I, I think Hesty's tasted the product a little bit. I think he did. <laughs> He's a heavyweight; he uh, can eat that. He stuff. says he didn't, but who knows? Uh, How can he not? Yeah, right. I just I couldn't resist this. So if I had one, I would eat it all day. So. Now we're in Amsterdam right now, but you're from the Den Bosch area. Yep. Is it Bosch or Bosch? Everyone pronounces uh, it different. It's, it's normal in Dutch. You talk Den Bosch. So it's both. 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 Yeah. Something so like what's it going to be like for you to fight in your hometown for the really the first time ever, at least on this stage? It's, it's special, you know. It's a, I'm, I'm, I'm born there, born raised. So competing on, on a big stage like this, it's, it's something special. And especially I like it because my friends, my grandpa, grandma can come watch now finally. Yeah. And not waking up middle of the night to watch on TV. So, so I'm happy about that. And how was it different from Amsterdam? Like, was it a smaller city? What, like, I, we haven't even been yet, so we don't even know what to expect. I think it's, it's a smaller, smaller city in Amsterdam. I think Amsterdam is a lot more cultures altogether. And I think uh, Den Bosch is a little bit more, more, more like Holland. Traditional? Traditional Holland city, yeah. People wear wooden shoes and stuff? No, not like that. No, no not like that. <laughs> <laughs> or windmills, I mean, you have a windmill. No, yeah. no foam. It's no, no, no. in the backyard. <laughs> Yeah. No. So Pet Panamarung, you've got him for the featherweight championship of the world Saturday night. Yep. Obviously, you fought Sidichai, another Thai fighter, a yep. couple times. What similarities do you see between the two fighters? I think all Thai fighters are are similar. You know, they have a little different things, but they're all southpaws, all kick hard, but everything they throw is from the left side. So, so I don't think he's. I think he's just a smaller, lighter version of Sidichai. With, I think Sidichai is only a better boxer. Mm-hmm. So I think that's... Pet Panamarung better kicks maybe than Sidichai? No, maybe a little faster because he's lighter, but I don't think he has the... He's as strong as Sidichai, so... Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you fought Sidichai twice. Yeah. Um, and you kind of went down to the featherweight division because it was kind of getting repetitive and yeah. boring. And now here you are in the featherweights fighting another similar style fighters. Yeah. Same kind of strategy. Is it still an exciting fight for you? Yeah, it's exciting because this time, you know, I have something to prove. Last time they, they took my belt away, 
So this time I want to get my belt back. So uh, and especially when I'm fighting in my own city against a Thai fighter. So it's uh, yeah, I'm happy about that. It's I exciting. Mean, the debate because when you fought Sidichai, and yeah. I mean we just saw it with Wilness and uh, Simon Marcus, yeah. those arm kicks. Like, how do you look at arm kicks? I know everyone looks at them differently. What's your take on arm kicks? I think if uh, an arm kick gets countered right away, I don't think it's it's a good kick and it gets blocked. I think arm kick has to be powerful. If if you can't block it or can counter right away, like, then you have a good hard kick. So if someone kicks you and you don't counter back, would that be a scoring strike? In I your think eyes, it or? could be a scoring strike, but normally, you know, if you want to uh, want to make a clean hit, you have to kick, kick the body, of yeah. of punch the body, whatever. Because if you kick on a block, it's 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 not it's not a point for me. Because yeah, I was having this conversation with Richard Abraham, and he was saying because he had a similar uh, situation. Yeah. He fought Pinto. Yeah, I know. And he was saying he's like, well, how do you block an, a body kick? Well, with your forearm, you block it. You yeah. cross block different ways. And he goes, well, same thing like a low kick. If you throw a low kick and I block it, a low kick, yeah, would that be a scoring strike? Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Because normally, you know. You're aiming for the body with the body kick. So if I think it gets blocked with the arm, it's not on the body, it's on the arm. So. And it could mean the judges if they favor Muay Thai over kickboxing yeah. as well. I think so. I think you have, uh, if you're favoring Muay Thai, you know, you, you're going to score more for that for the boxing. What are the odds that this fight between you and Pitch Panamarong even goes the distance? One percent, I think. <laughs> He's gonna yeah. knock you out, huh? He me, he me. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. You're gonna knock him out. Ninety-nine percent sure. Yeah, I'm going for it. You know, I'm, I feel confident. I mm -hmm. feel strong. I feel, I train good. I'm sharp. I'm in, in in better shape than I was before. So so I can wait. You know, and I feel like I have something to prove against the Thai fighter. Like last time, you know, they let me lose against Citisai, also in Holland. Yeah. So this time, I feel like I have to prove it for myself. What's that, what's that moment going to be like if, when you do knock him out with all your family and friends there and in your hometown, what would that be like for you? It's going to be a happy moment like every other fight, but uh, that happening in my hometown with my family and friends, that, that's, that's what is going to make it special. The victory itself, it's, 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 it's for me, it's like, like a normal fight. What's the state of kickboxing right now in Holland? You've obviously been it for a long time. Is it getting bigger? Is it regressing? What's what's happening? I think the kickboxing is growing a lot, especially with the younger guys. Also with 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 business people, they're not seeing it anymore as as a criminal sport. They see it as a real sport, a hardworking sport. So it's getting more popular now. I think uh, the population of the younger kids they're choosing more for kickboxing now than for football. Now football is of course number, still the number one sport, but. Uh, kickboxing is growing. Good. So, so how is like, for example, in North America, young kids want to be UFC fighters. Yeah. The kids here, are, are they still looking at kickboxing as the main combat sport or is like MMA making a bigger impact in, in Europe? I think MMA is coming up too, but at this moment I think it's more kickboxing. Because, you know, uh, in America you're already starting to do wrestling from the high school. So yeah. I think it's, at MMA is, it's more there. But here you, it's more kickboxing. Now you've had what? You've had two MMA fights. Yes, two. One of both. One of both. What do you yes. like about MMA and what do you not like about MMA? I like about MMA you wear the small gloves and uh, if you hit somebody, <laughs> more it's, damage. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, but I like it's like it's like a, like a real fight, you know. If you, a lot of things are allowed. You can fight on the ground. Uh, I think it's like more like maybe. Strange to say, but it's more like street fighting. You know, it's like a, the the mm, the adrenaline it gives me. It's it's different. Mm -hmm. 
And I like to just try to switch it up, you know. Yeah. I've been kickboxing for so long. The MMA gives me a, a different, uh, different motivation. Anything? The, the only thing I don't like about it is if if you get an opponent who only wants to, to lay down on you and keep you on the ground and do shit, you know. Which is what most guys would want to do with you, right? Yeah. That's one of the reasons I was always asked, why don't you go to MMA? Because I'm like, I don't want to spend my career defending takedowns. Yeah. Which that would make it boring for me, right? Yeah, but I think you know. If you if you train your takedown defense so good that they don't take you to the ground, it's, it should be okay. Have you been taken down yet? I've been taken down yeah twice, but I stood up twice so yeah. So I survived it and then then it was over. They always my friend always tell, tells me you know you have the, the the lucky number three. If you stop three takedowns or get taken down but stand up right away, they mentally break so. Okay. So yeah. And so, how was it when you first hit someone with a four ounce? Someone said to me it's different. It's, it is different. Someone says you know? like you kind of like they use the analogy of like American football and rugby. So when you play American football, you wear a helmet and you're yeah. a little bit more protected, so you can hit harder. Yeah. But if you're playing rugby, you kind of hold up your. And because you know you don't have you know, to protect. Yeah. yeah. So did you find that, like, did you or when you hit someone, you felt the same kind of power as you would in your ten ounce glove? Uh, yes, I wasn't scared to 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 hit or get hit, but I think. Uh, the impact is different, you know. If you if you hit somebody good with the four ounce, it's going down it's for sure. But if you hit them half or just scram behind it, you know, you're hitting shit. Yeah, it's yeah. nothing. So I think with the with the ten ounce glove, if you hit a little, you still feel feel, feel the power. Because there's more surface area yeah. on the gloves. Yeah, I think that's the, the only. But difference. like defensive wise, like did you use your no, traditional shield or you have to no. stay in parry? No, this bit. time I paired more. I, I use more head move because with the small girls you, you, you can. can't hold the shield. You know, with yeah. the small girls they go through everything. So it's a little bit yeah, changed, cool, but though. it's it's fun. You know, it's yeah. exciting for sure. Yeah, I always I wish I had about one or two in my career. Yeah, just maybe just for fun or maybe well, for something. What more. would happen if the Rico Ismail Lazar fight if they wore four ounce gloves? How would that change what happens? I think it would be really exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be exciting. Two, two really... heavyweights with four ounces, just stand by. I wish, I wish I could do a fight kickboxing with MMA gloves. Only kickboxing with, with MMA gloves. They actually have I, that. Uh, do you know John Wayne Park? Yeah, in Australia. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. Hey, that should be exciting. That should mm -hmm. be exciting. You got real fights, you know. Mm -hmm. Real good fights. But you, you know, have guys only being able to fight twice a year because they'd be so banged up, right? Yeah, that's their problem. Like Michael Dute would be dead, right? <laughs> yeah. He'd already be dead. But so, but or maybe you will knock somebody out earlier, so maybe you're not. So maybe not. Yeah, that's true. Like the Tyrone Spong fight, right? Yeah. He dropped yeah. him like eight and seconds then he came and he right got back. Yeah, yeah. that was crazy. Yeah. I was there. It was crazy. So, yeah. what do you think is going to happen in that uh, Verhoeven Lazar fight? You know, you know Ismail pretty well, don't you? Yeah, I, I know him good. You know, he's a nice, really nice guy. Yeah, he's a funny guy, and he, he can fight. You know, don't underestimate him. He can fight. He's not built like a real like uh, a sportman, but he can fight. Mm -hmm. But I think just like I, I said it before, I just think Rico is is on a different level right now for the heavyweights. I I don't think like Ismail fought anybody as close to the caliber of of Rico, and I think Rico fought already people like Lazar. So I think that's the the difference. And you meet with Rico sometimes at Coliseum Gym. Yeah, I see. Him Do you too. ever spar with him while you're there? Or no, I don't spar. With, I don't spar with my, with my with my weight. So yeah, it's too much of a yeah, difference. Yeah, it's too much. So yeah. more with, but you spar with Jason Wilness, yeah. right? It's a little bit closer. Yeah, he's a little bit closer. Like he's 85 kilo when I'm, so it's it's okay. Yeah, it's getting close to me. Like Rico is a heavy heavyweight. Too too <laughs> big. Yeah. yeah. You know, a lot of people say even though Rico's a heavyweight, he may be the best pound-for-pound -pound fighter in the world. Give us your, like, top three or four pound-for-pound -pound guys right now. And you can include yourself in there. 
include myself. If I include myself, I put myself on one. Yeah. Just because of my achievements, I think I'm the only, I'm the only two division champion in glory. I fought all the best guys. I think my and I think my divisions are the, are the most packed. So that's why I put myself on one. And then you have number two. I would say Rico or Nikki. I think you know I can choose between them, but they're both really good. I like them both. Uh, yes, and then you got number three. So you got you got Nikki ahead of Doombay, obviously. Right now, yes, because based on what he's done, kind of thing. Yeah, you know he achieved a lot also. Like Doombay just won from Nikki, but only from Nikki and Congolo, you know. Before he didn't win from big names. Nikki fought everybody in his weight class, and he defeated most of them. Mm -hmm. And he has a good KO ratio, so. That's why I put with Nikki. A lot of people, I think, like I was reading online, put Sidichai up there. Yeah, I think he's he's a pretty good fighter too. I just I just don't like his style. To yeah. be honest, you know, it's it's not not it's not fun to watch for me personally. Of course, the Muay Thai fighters will like him. So I, I like Artem Bahitov. What do you think about him? He's good. He's young. He's hungry. He's, he has a great great Style's great fight. Great, yeah. A good style. Yeah, and he's getting better every time I see him. Yes. So you know, I'm excited to see. What he can do in the future. I think in the future he'll be in that list to yeah. talk about. Because he's, yeah. he's putting everybody out. Yeah, yeah like yeah. he's, he's recovering from hand surgery. Hopefully he's okay. Yeah, he was like destroying uh, Galvalari. I didn't oh, yeah. expect that. So destroyed he was him. destroyed him. Just destroyed like, Mikasa. Just yeah, walked easy through him. With easy. The jab. I was like, shit. Yeah, put that big joker down with the jab. Yeah. <laughs> How's that possible? Yeah. And he looks like so relaxed. Like, yeah. don't put any effort. It's crazy. You even mentioned welterweight's an option for you. Yeah. Just to keep active, just to keep busy. Like, what is? why would that be a move, you're thinking? Just to show your pound-for-pound pound dominance or? No, because a lot of people are talking now about... I, I win on featherweights because I'm, I'm, I'm the stronger, bigger guy. But I, I think, you know, uh, weight doesn't, doesn't matter in a, in a fight. If you have good skills, it doesn't matter. But it's part of the game, right? It is a part of the game, but people don't understand that. You know, people, they think uh, it's... So they're saying that as a bad thing, that you're, just be you're winning just because you're big and strong, yeah, I think? Yeah, I think so. so. And I saw, like, they, Gloria has trouble finding opponents for Dumbay. That's what they were. So I was like, yeah, why not? Yeah. And I make it a three three division champ. Why not? <laughs> you know, I'd like to challenge myself too. So sometimes you also need to challenge yourself. Yeah. So you know, I, that's fights why I get excited for. So why and you not? can you can eat what you want pretty much, right? You no, know, I can go to McDonald's, get that Big yeah. Mac every day. Yeah, great, wouldn't it? <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts with the coffee. Yeah. You can have a donut with the with coffee. With the donut, the coffee. So they just started. They opened a Dunkin' Donuts here in Holland. Is it the yeah. first one? Just in Amsterdam. Yeah. And people are one. freaking out. Yeah, I like there were like three thousand people in line waiting for it. They opened at seven and at like at, at six, they're already standing thousand people in front. Just because of the name, I think. I, I like yeah. it. I'm a big Dunkin' fan. <laughs> you know don't, don't get I me should wrong. open a Tim Hortons here. Well, I was going to say, if they open like the Amsterdam-style coffee shop in America where they yeah, sell it, weed, that'd probably be 3,000 you know? miles long, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... Yeah. Moon cakes? No, just space <laughs> cake. They're space <laughs> cake. What do you call them? moon cake? moon cake. It's space cake, And right? both we got, got coffee shops, too. So. Oh, really? Yeah. They got everywhere and all that stuff. Yeah, and you say the people in Dinbosch are a little more, or Dinbosch are a little more kind. Would you say than people yeah, in North Ireland? Yeah, I'm more used to it, so I think maybe it's that. But yeah. I think like we always say like the people under the river, the 
more social. Well, see, in America, I'm from Alabama, yeah. and the people down there are real nice. Up, up in the Northeast, where all these yahoos are from, or out West, yeah. they're all jerks. Yeah, I believe you know? <laughs> They're all jerks. This he's flipping me off. But anyway, yeah. no, that, and that's, and people are known in the South of, of, of America as being pretty cordial and nice. Okay, yeah. yeah. But like, I mean, you growing up in Amsterdam, like, is it easy? Like, do you guys, you and your friends, when you're young, do you guys, like, experiment? Like, I mean, I know you won't mention here, but I mean, do the, the locals go to the red light districts? Do they go to the coffee shops? Or is it more like a tourist thing? I don't know. Like, do I, the young kids all like, hey, I, let's I, go I to Amsterdam I, and I, hang I'm out? Or? I, I, I don't have really much friends in Amsterdam, but I think it's like in Amsterdam, the people, that it, they're used to it. It's normal. So, you know, when they go to walk to the red light district, they probably don't even see it. Yeah. So it's like if you lived in Las Vegas, you'd yeah. see it. Like, oh, yeah, Vegas. it's yeah. normal. You know, if you go up with it it's every day, you know, it's, it's get, you get used to it. So I don't think it's, it's, I think it's more a tourist thing, yeah. yeah. So tomorrow night we'll be down in, or Saturday night we're down in Dimbosh. We talked about your fight, obviously. We yeah. talked about Rico's fight. How about uh, Myrtle Grunhart back in action? Supposed to fight Harut Gregorian, but now he's yeah. fighting Alan Scheinson. Yeah, it's too bad that Harut has, has an injury because I was excited for that fight, you know. Yeah. I, saw, we, I saw that fight live that time in Spain, the K1 uh, days. The first fight, and that was exciting. It was crazy. Harut was dominating, wasn't yeah, it? Was it? Dope. And then and Myrtle caught him in the... With, the, with the uppercut. Yeah. And then he was done. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a nice fight. I liked it. So I couldn't wait to get the rematch and see uh, how they match up now. But I think Ellen is, uh, is also a nice fighter. I saw him fight in LA. He's a good kid. He comes to fight, you know, and if Myrtle has a good, a good day, it's going to be uh, fireworks for sure. That's what I think. Yeah, he's, he's calling that he's more versatile than Myrtle. Yeah. And it was, it's going to be a good fight. Like, I even, with his last fight, I thought he won that fight um, yeah. against Ben Mansoor. But, yeah. yeah, he's talented. He's a talented kid. Yeah, I think he's, he's excited. You know, he's hungry. So, uh, I hope uh, Myrtle has, has a good day. It's like, uh, I see on his Instagram and everything, he trained good, so I'm yeah. excited. Because, I mean, his criticism at one point was he wasn't getting up for the big fights. He wasn't... No, he was getting up for the big ones. He wasn't he, getting he up was, for the... Sorry, yeah, yeah. He, he was like, when he, was fought, when he first fought Dumbay, he thought Dumbay was nothing. Yeah. And so he didn't really put a full camp in for that, and he ended up losing. So yeah. he was being inconsistent. But after that fight, he's found, like, this yeah. streak, and he just he keeps good, winning. His yeah, only yeah. losses in the last little bit have been Nicky. Yeah, and they were also close fights. Yeah, they weren't, like, blowouts. Yeah, so, so I think Metro is doing really good. He's... he's He's getting more kisses, consistency now. You know, he's winning his fights good. His last performance was great. So, so yeah, I can't wait, you know. Do I you, like Myrtle, so, he, yeah, I'm, I'm cheering for him. Do you envision yourself being a trainer when you're done fighting? Do you like to work with kids now? Mm. You hate kids, don't no, you? No, I don't hate them, but... <laughs> I don't know how it's not the time? It's not the time, right, you know. I don't got... Um, like I know Mer for Myrtle it, does I private lessons at his gym. He teaches private lessons. No, not I you. To be honest, I, I don't have the patience for that right now. If I see to myself, I'm a perfectionist. You know, I, I want everything to be perfect. And if I see people sometimes throwing things, no. Nah. And the kids, you know, they're too too busy to me. Like they're cheering everywhere, <laughs> screaming. <laughs> but, no, I get crazy. You know, it's. I like I like teaching. I like teaching one on one with my with my fighters, with my with my with my, with my good fighters. Elite that, fighters, yeah. That's what I like for now. But if I get older, maybe you know. And I like sports management. Management. I like to to to, to do things for people. So maybe. Yeah. For that, you know. Like an now. agent. Yeah. That'd be fun. No, I've been paying attention to my dad because he's really good at oh, it. Yeah. So. How so has that been? 
Like, you like having your father in the corner? Like, yeah. I had my dad. Like, he wasn't my coach. But for me, like, he was in my, one of my corners, and I got cut. And the last person I wanted to see was my dad in the corner. Because no. I guess he wasn't my coach. Or... No, I need him, need him in my fight, you know. Um, it's not like... Mm, yeah, it's different when he's not around, you know. He knows me from so from the beginning. So I don't, sometimes I don't even have to say things, you know, when he knows things. And yeah. I, I, just, I just need that. He knows when to when and how to talk to me in the corner. So it almost know. seems like you guys are like friends and like father yeah, you son. Know, you know, you guys be, hang out yo, well. And yeah, we hang out well. You know, we can we can when we, when we hang out in private, you know, we we got good friends. When we, we have to do work, we do work. You know, we got the trainer and uh, the trainer position. You know, then he's the boss. So that's how's the rest of your family feel about you fighting? They get into it? Yeah, they're all really supportive. Even my grandpa, my grandma, they watch everything. Really? They probably know more about kickboxing than me. They follow everything. <laughs> oh, yeah, for it's sure. Does grandpa break yeah. it down? Son, you should have yeah. landed that low kick. No, not like that, but he's, a, he's, <laughs> he's American. I didn't know your grandfather was American. American. I an American accent. <laughs> I don't speak no, Dutch. No, they're really supportive, you know, and they, they like it. You know. They really support me with it. So they watch every, every time, even. Uh, if it's, a, if it's a replay, glory, they watch it. Really? Taping yeah. it. It's yeah. funny. Yeah. Yo, you saw, you saw the fight last time? Yeah, yeah. Criticize they you ever? No, they, they no. don't criticize me. Like no. you should have done something No, better. they don't do that because they, don't, they know I don't like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> Does your not, not from them, not from them, yeah. you know. Does but your dad ever put the gloves on and hit pads and stuff? Your dad? No, sometimes he, he's training. He can yeah. go pretty yeah. good? He's a yeah. big guy, yeah. man. Yeah. He could probably still yeah, go. But, but you underestimate him. His condition is good. And he, I never hit some, uh, somebody kick so hard as him. Really? I, I, I catched a lot of, 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 of pets with people, but I never met somebody with as hard as him. Was your dad competing when you were growing up? Or was he like yeah. retired by the time you were born? No, no, no. He was still competing when I was smaller. So you got to like watch him live yeah. at some point yeah, in your life? He always took me to the gym when he was sparring at Chakariki, Tom Haring. Okay, yeah. That time when he was sparring with all the big guys, you know, he took me, I was like maybe eight, ten years old. He took me to Amsterdam, he put me in the corner. I was watching him spar and everything. So he took me from, from, uh, from when I was a little kid. So, so I wasn't growing up with it. Yeah, so it was nice. And I see him doing work yeah. and now teaching me. Now junior, yeah. fighting for a world title. Yeah. Good luck to you, my man. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Go to GloryShop.com for the latest gear, including my ensemble tonight. It is very attractive, and you can get it at a cut rate. Actually, I'm overdressed, but I don't care. I still look good. Way better than Robin and Joe. Uh, please rate and subscribe to iTunes for our next podcast, which will be Glory Kickboxing Podcast number 15. Also, check out our YouTube page. Joe loves to scroll through the comments and hear everybody tell him how great he is. So please comment and do that for his sanity. I'm Todd Grisham for Robin Van Roosman and Joseph Altolini. We'll see you next time. Good wow. stuff, Thank man. Good work, brother. Good work, man. Good. Got some of your stories out, man. Yeah, it was fun. I yeah. like it.